Welcome to Talking Junk. Welcome to Talking Junk. Welcome to Talking Junk. Welcome to Talking Junk. Welcome to Talking Junk, the podcast that knows people who use selfie sticks really need to have a good, long look at themselves. I'm your host, Jason Melendez, here today interviewing Kay Reynolds. Well, I didn't interview her today. I interviewed her about a month ago. But here's the thing. This episode is uneditable. Me and several people tried to edit this episode. It just would not load it's just very very troublesome episode so this is a very raw and uncut episode for you guys to enjoy now Kay reynolds is a medium public speaker and author of the book the evidential medium a practical guide for developing mediumship she trained as a medium at the prestigious arthur finlay college under the mentoring of mavis patella one of the college's longest standing tutors In her book, The Evidential Medium, A Practical Guide for Developing Mediumship, she shares her personal mediumship journey along with practical exercises to aid in unlocking the ancient tools of mediumship held deep within the soul. She gives us a little insight on this interview as well, and she gives us a little reading at the end. You know, I always got to pick a professional's brain to give us a little sample on the episode. I might have regretted this one a little bit. So here, for your enjoyment, raw and uncut, uneditable, the Kay Reynolds interview, only on Talking Junk. Yay! Welcome back to Talking Junk. I'm sitting here with Kay Reynolds. How are you doing today, Kay? Ah, oh, fabulous. How are you? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. So it's a little uh, rainy over here. Yeah, it's been really nice here. It's warm. Where are you coming? Where North are you coming Carolina. to? What was that? North Carolina in the mountains. North Carolina. Okay. Yeah, you're not. You're not too uh, too far from me. I'm over here in Florida. Ah, well. <laughs> so it'll get to you eventually. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It is. It's coming, isn't it? It's coming. It's yeah, coming. that's right. Yeah, I heard that. Well, Junkers, we're sitting here with Kay Reynolds. She's the uh, author of The Evidential Medium, A Practical Guide to Developing Mediumship. So what What? Uh, what led, well, let me not even ask you what led you to write, uh, write this book, because I, I was doing a little bit of research on you today. I wanted to be well prepared for you. Um, <laughs> So I did read, though, at the age of five is when you had your first um, encounter with a full body apparition yes. in the form of a Native American man. Yes. Around five-ish. Five. Yeah. <laughs> five-ish. <laughs> Can't remember. You, you, said that. <laughs> well, you said uh, your sister was in the room, so you guys really yeah. couldn't speak and he didn't want you to say anything so you guys kind of stared intently at each other that must have been intimidating for a little girl 
it, you know what? It wasn't. It 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 it, it fascinated me, and it, it there was something about when when our eyes kind of locked into one another. I just felt like I knew him, and I felt love is what I felt. That's what I felt. So it was strange. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But when you're five-ish, I guess you you live in the fantasy world anyway, you know. So it it just felt really real to me. It was real. <laughs> I still remember did, it. Like it did was you ever get to like it was yesterday? I did. Uh, did you ever get to speak to him again? Did you ever get to hold a conversation with him? I, I didn't speak to him. No, I didn't. But it was weird as I was growing, growing up. I always knew that I had this mass of people that followed me that no one else could see. I just always knew that. And I, you know, with Christian upbringing, I just thought it, they were angels. What else? I had no other explanation other than the fact that they were, they looked like people, not with wings as I was taught, um, as we all are taught. But um, I just knew they were always there behind me, with me. Yeah. So growing up, it was kind of rough you, seeing different people come out in and out of your life. Um, not not um, in the the physical form, more in the supernatural form. Um, were there any that kind of stuck with you um, growing up? Well, <laughs> yes, I named him Ghost Man because <laughs> <laughs> what else do you call him? <laughs> there was uh, in the house that I, I my I, my dad was military, so we grew up everywhere. We had many houses, but. When he finally retired, I was the youngest of four children. So I was still, I was like 12 ish. And uh, the house that we moved, uh, my mom and dad bought, we moved into, there was a man in that house. I don't know who he was. I still don't know who he was. But I was very aware of him. And uh, I later ended up buying that house from my mom. And he was still there. <laughs> and by this time, I my children, I had children. And um, we, we, we just dubbed him as Ghostman because he was always doing stuff. I, I don't know now who I, it is. I'm yeah. sorry, go ahead. I, I still don't know to this day who he was. I, I, as a child, I... I always told my mom about stuff that was happening and she researched to see if there'd been anybody who died in the house or anything like that. And she actually knew every owner who had owned that house, you know, small town, you know, everybody and um, nobody had ever died. So we really don't know who he was, but um, he, you know, I, I rented that house out. I, I moved abroad and I rented that house out and my, tenants i had two different tenants that both uh, reported things <laughs> <laughs> so that was way after you heard the word medium 
it, it wasn't until your late 20s that you heard that word. Right. Yeah. It, so, it was, yes. When I lived in that house, yes. So how, what would you describe yourself as being before you heard the word medium? It was my normal. <laughs> it was just normal to me. But I learned real quick to not tell people because most people thought I was a little kooky. And and so I just, um, I didn't tell people other than my mother. She was the only one that I told. But was it hard for you to believe that you were developing these abilities? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it was because when I saw on TV, when I was listening, it was, uh, she was a very famous uh, medium on TV. And when she was describing what she did, that's when it hit me that that's what I did. You know, I was, you know, I was in shock <laughs> and I was in denial for a long, long time because in my mind, only people on TV were really mediums that it was just, you know, it happened to me too, but I wasn't them. <laughs> you know, so. Well, it's especially in a, a time where you really don't hear too many mediums. You don't know where to go, who to seek. Where would you find the resources needed as a young medium to find the right guidance? In today's world. <laughs> in today's in your world. world. Um, today. Was, today or when yeah. I was younger? Well, today I know um, there, there's a college for it where you studied. Right. I, yeah. I mean, more more back when you were just finding out who you were. Well, I, <laughs> it's a long, well, I'll, I'll shorten this very short story. It's a long story, but I'll make it really short. But I heard of a psychic in the little town, in a town near me. She was a 98-year-old woman, bedridden. And I am not lying when I say this. She lived on a hill. Her house was crooked. It leaned like the Leaning Tower of Pisa. <laughs> it leaned. It was Pepto-Bismol pink. <laughs> and it was like three It was very on a curve. And um, she had three stories. And there were cats on every windowsill. Every windowsill. And I tried and tried desperately to get my friends to go with me. I wanted to go see her. And nobody would go. Nobody would. They were all afraid of her. <laughs> because of the stories, you know. And, and it was a spooky house. It really was spooky, even though it was hot pink. But uh, I, I went. Well, was, it, was it spooky because of people's perception of it? Or yes. was it just spooky because the, of the feel? The perception. But, but it also. You were drawn to it. I'm drawn to it because I'm. I am one, so I'm drawn to that. But um, if you looked at the house and it, it looked very much like what you would see in a Halloween scene that you would see in print, the crooked house with the crooked trees and the cats on every, you know, and even the walk, you know, there were steps going up to the house. 
the the sidewalk was falling to one side so you were leaning <laughs> as you were walking up to the house so and it it had that feel to it that idea that we have in our heads so um but i i went in my 1978 pento <laughs> drove up to that <laughs> drove up to the house parked and went in and out and knocked on the door and i hear this old lady very feeble voice yell for me to come in and when you walked into the house there was a parlor and that's where her bed was because she had meals on wheels that delivered her food to her and okay. so that's where her room her bed was and i walked in and got my first reading yeah that, that must have been really uplifting to know that you weren't the only one there in your community to, I, found, to be the yeah. I found it fascinating and her and i actually went back a couple of times and i took her food because she couldn't cook she was bedridden and she loved pinto beans and cornbread as you do in the south and so i made would make her pinto beans and cornbread and and just sit and chat with her because i found her fascinating but she started working as a psychic when she was about eight or nine years old she would wow. work for the police to help find missing people wow yeah and that's what she spent her whole her life doing and is it safe to say that's what led you to start finding your purpose it, it excited me is what it did it just really really excited me but but there was nowhere else for me to go so it just kind of faded through the years it faded but um you know as the as when my dad passed i started getting lots of phenomena happening <laughs> you know, him knocking and doing all kinds of things to get our attention. So that that reignited that spark when my dad and my granddad both, they passed within six months and that reignited the spark. Yeah. And that did that lead you to go to the prestigious Arthur Finley College for the advancement of spiritualism and psychic sciences yeah now that that um i lived in uh germany and i got uh i got very sick i have a rare lung disease i was diagnosed with one couldn't find a doctor anywhere in all of europe found one in london and so that landed me um near cambridge for i, I just did a job transfer and just happened to live about an hour from this college. But it was at that time when I was so sick that the phenomena just became so, it, it was every day, all day long, I, I couldn't escape it. And my dad from the spirit world encouraged me to pursue it. So uh, in, the, in my research at, while living in England, um, I discovered the college. Yeah. So when did you start doing readings and how did you know you were ready? You know what? It I I probably trained I trained a good seven years before I finally started charging people. 
Yeah. Seven years before you started charging people. Yeah, I did. I well Was now I, I will say this. I couldn't charge people in England because of my stipulations on my visa. Okay. So I couldn't charge people in England. So everything I did in England, I did uh, as charity or I would work in they have the spiritualist churches, have mediums come instead of a preacher. They have a medium come. And so I would go and work in the churches. Wow. So when did you um, start charging? When I came back to the States, I finally started charging. <laughs> yeah. And was it safe to say that the work that you did abroad helped you um, get the courage to keep on doing it here? That's, that's why you were able to oh, charge more confidently? Well, I, you know, by that, by the time I came to the States, um, uh, I was, you know, I was, I was ready. I mean, I was ready to start teaching. I was ready. I was ready to, you know, um, I was ready. So I, at the last couple of years that I, I was in England, uh, I wouldn't charge British people, but if I had somebody from the States contact me, I would charge them because they weren't in England. So that, that was part of my stipulation on my visa. So yes, I kind of was charging the last couple of years there, but not near as much as what, you know, now everything is. Yeah. So, but that was part of my whole thing was... No, go ahead. I'm sorry. There, there must be like a little lag I'm sorry. there. <laughs> I, um, I, I, that was my whole thing with with my training at the Arthur Finley College. I I knew intuitively. I knew that I was to train really hard while I was living in England, and then I was to make my transition back to the states so that I could write and teach and work. I, I knew that when I started my try, just, it, that was part of the plan. <laughs> I just knew that that's what I had to do. So that's exactly what I did. I came back and, and um, got started. Well, yeah, got started quickly. Do you do a lot of readings now? I do. Yes. <laughs> How often? I uh, just went, you know, I usually cut out Mondays and Fridays during my week for me to do my read, my readings, although I have one scheduled for tomorrow. Because <laughs> I teach during the week as well. Usually I teach on Tuesday, Wednesdays and Thursdays. So Mondays and Fridays I do readings or um, once COVID is finished, I, I love doing what we call platform where I'm in front of an audience. That's my love. Have you done radio shows and maybe live podcasts? 
I have, yes, I have, I, yes. <laughs> yes. And that's Master. what you love. In oh, sorry, go on. No, 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 what was you saying? <laughs> I, um, I don't know, I already forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. Um, how do you, do you ever get the feeling to like stop somebody in the middle of the street because no, I don't because uh, I'm I'm sorry, you're you're cutting out. That's you're, you're cutting out. Are you still there? Now you're frozen. <laughs> You're frozen. <laughs> oh. oh, it's gone. All right, I'm sorry about that. I don't know what happened? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> okay. So I think my last question might have been: Do you ever get the feeling to just stop somebody in public because somebody's just screaming out to contact them? I I don't. I um. I. I think it's about respecting for me is that it, unless you come to me, I just kind of stay quiet. I don't, okay. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I've had situations where I've been on trains and felt spirit there with somebody sitting two seats in front of me or something. And I just, I don't do it for privacy reasons and respect because not everybody's open to it. And it, it, it does freak some people out. 
I don't, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I've, I've been nervous about this. For, have for you? A little bit. <laughs> I have. I have. Um, it's just, I don't, it's been a little unnerving for me. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't want to say it, it made me feel nervous because it didn't make me feel nervous. It just made me feel, Creepy. I don't know, maybe anxious. Oh, yeah. And I, I, that's why I was stumbling over my words. I kept talking <laughs> over you. We're, we're kept... normal people. <laughs> we're normal. <laughs> and, and... I just kept uh, thinking you were going to be like somebody on TV. And it's probably because it's TV. So they make them more, I don't know, maybe daring. Mm -hmm. Maybe is the word. And I thought you would just pop out with something. And I was a little nervous for that. I, I don't, I, I'm not in working mode right now. I'm in talking to you mode. And so you, you can shut it off and, 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 and then turn it on and, and mine's off unless I'm going to work. And then I um, step into that mode. Other is it a hard, is it a hard process to get into? It, it is when you're developing in the very beginning stages because you're you're shifting your energy is what you're doing. You're you you're shifting upwards is what what's happening. So it's a soul to soul connection. So if I'm working psychically, it's my soul to your soul. That's how we can I connect with you. If I'm working with spirit communicator, it's my soul to the soul of the spirit communicator. So if I how would go ahead. Nope. Uh, if I if I had your uh, granddad uh, in the spirit world, it would be me connecting soul to soul with your granddad. Okay. There's no so middle more of a connection of souls. No middleman. There's no middleman. A lot of people think that we all have these, you know, guardian angels or guides, and we do. We do have that. And they think that I communicate with my guide and my guide communicates with the spirit person and the spirit person gets back to my, <laughs> no, <laughs> that's not how it works. I speak directly with your, your dad or your granddad or whoever it is. <laughs> yeah. And do they just reach out with you once you turn that switch on? Yes. Mm -hmm. And yes. there's usually multiple people at a time. Can it, can it be overwhelming? It, it can. You, you have to learn how to uh, understand the energy because it's all like telepathy. So I don't I, I don't always see them. And sometimes if I do see them, it might just be I see their smile or, you know, it, it's it's strange. But if they're known for their eyes, I see their eyes. If they're known for their nose, I'll see their nose. <laughs> I don't necessarily see the whole whole body. Um, and then sometimes I don't see them at all. I just feel them and through feeling them. So it's all telepathy. But anyway, because you, you it's not like it's not like how we talk here where we all have a different sound to our voice. So if you're in a crowded room and your friends on the other side and yells at you, you recognize the voice. But from the spirit world, there's no voice. <laughs> it's all the same. So. You know, your granddad's going to sound like aunt. It, it, the way it comes in is with images and feelings and knowing. And you do get images as well. But 
you know, if they wanted to communicate to me that they've got the long um, beloved dog in the family, I get a picture or an image of a dog. Maybe not necessarily your dog, but I get an image of a dog so I know they've got a dog with them. So Okay. So it's, it's just a, signals they send you. Yeah, they send Little they send yeah. Clues, it's like almost. it is. It's like I have to kind of put it put the pieces together to form a coherent story for you to understand it. So I'll get the, you know, for me personally, the way I work is I get the essence. I get the essence of the spirit communicator coming in. So I'm able to tell what kind of person they were, their character and all that kind of stuff. And then once I get that done, then the images and the things like that start coming in. So they, they take me through their houses. They, they take me on journeys. Sorry, my dog's just jumped up here. Women love to take you into the kitchen. <laughs> you know, the grandmothers that love the kitchen love to take you there and show you this was my kitchen. This is what I cooked. And this is, <laughs> yeah. So just little subtle things just to yeah. let you know that it's them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's yeah. And when you're in a room, how do you distinguish that it's for for one singular person? So if I'm when I'm working with an audience, uh, I, you know, I I get my communicator comes in, uh, and like you said, they I don't feel spirit ever comes alone. They always bring a crowd, family reunions. They come. They all come. I might not speak with all of them. I may only speak with a few of them, um, but they all come. And, uh, and, and I didn't answer the one question is I separate them. So I have one on my left, one on my right. I put one behind me. And I, when the image comes or when the, whatever way they send me a mess, you know, piece of evidence, I feel where it's coming from. That's how I know that I got grandma, you know, grandma's on my left and grandpa's on my right. I got uncle in the back. I got dad in the front. I know where it's coming from. So that's how I know who's talking to me. Does that make sense? Yeah. Makes sense. So, oh yeah. So, um, yeah. How so can you tell who it's for though in the audience? Oh, in the audience. Yes. Yeah. Do, so do they I shout like names out to you? No, I don't like that. I don't want them to tell me anything. I, I want to be able to come to them because it's for me, my, my training is for me to give you evidence to show you even the skeptic. Cause there's always a skeptic. See, I'm sorry. I should have used pronouns. I, I mean, them being the spirits, do they tell you names so that you would know who to speak to? Oh, well they do for some people, but I don't remember my name on most days. So <laughs> I don't get names very often. <laughs> They're probably up there going, she not -uh. mm -mm. <laughs> 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 <Or> a name. <laughs> um, no, I, it's a it's an energy pool. So when I give I start with my my evidence, giving the character and however spirit get whatever they give me, I start. And then I get this energetic pull, so I know I'm on the left side, right side, in the back, towards the front. I I kind of know a general area of where I'm going. 
and I just start, they just, they take me there <laughs> through this pool. I just feel the pool. And so, um, you know, if I'm, if I'm on the back row, I say, I know I'm on the back row. I want to go to the third or the fourth seat on the back row. And then I just say, would one of you two right here, would you understand this and information? And hopefully somebody will say yes. Hopefully. Hopefully I have it. Hopefully I'm in the right. You know, but I'm a human at the end of the day. So some there are times where I don't get it right. My direction is off, you know, and it, I may end up over here, but. You know, that's my, my You're only human. I'm only human at the end of the day. That's right. Now, how could a, a young medium identify that she she or he is even a medium? I I believe we start there's there's this awakening process. You've probably heard of people and that term of awakening. And so we all all of us have the ability to um, improve upon our psychic senses. We all have the psychic senses, that sixth sense. We all have that. And But there's something within us that starts to awaken that allows those senses to, to grow even more so. And we may start uh, seeing things like, you know, out of the corners of our eyes, we might see flashing lights up above or we might see you know think there was something that just passed us but there's nothing there you know we might get a glimpse of a shadow or a, a, a glimpse of movement in the room but there's nothing there so things things like this start to happen sometimes um especially when you're awakening you might hear your name being called out to you. It sounds like somebody's in the building with you or near you and you turn and there's, there's no one, you know. So things just start happening. And does it usually start happening at an early? If something starts saying those things to me, I'm going to say the same thing. What? <laughs> it, it but does happens, it happen right? at, a, at an early age, or does it happen at a later age? The, the awakening, or it just—it depends on on the on the person. So for me, mine started obviously. Mine started when I was little, because I've always been aware. Maybe I didn't understand it when I was little, but not, you know, obviously now I do. But. Um, but for some people, uh, uh, one thing that, that will, it, it's like a trigger. You, if you lose somebody that you were really, really close to, um, a lot of times that might trigger you to start awakening. I, I can't tell you how many um, students that I work with that, that they lost a husband or they lost a child and then all of a sudden, they're able to see them and feel them. In turn, could it also shut off abilities? A traumatic event? Ah, that's a good question. I, I believe that it's it's always going to be there. If it's there, it's there. It, it's not going to go anywhere. But 
um, it, it may quiet it down for a while. When my when my mother passed, uh, I I had to just go. It didn't turn off or anything, but. I, I just couldn't work for a, a long time. I needed to go through that grieving process. So it it, it was difficult. So I just said, well, we're just, we're just going to put this to the side for now <laughs> and just get through the grieving process. And then once I, you know, felt like I was moving beyond that, then I started picking it back up again. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So, uh, your book is out now, correct? Yeah, yeah. It's out. You can find it on Amazon, um, Barnes and Noble, bookstores. And are you also teaching people on how to uh, bring their abilities out? Yeah, absolutely. Students? Yeah, okay. I, I'm a teacher by trade. <laughs> 29-year veteran teacher here. So, it, you know, and the book is that is written in that way. It. It's a little, it's a, it's about my experience in my training, but I include a lot of the exercises that I had to do with my tutors. So it's um, set up in that way because I'm, I'm out of the classroom, but I'm still a teacher. <laughs> so it's very much a teaching, working kind of book, this one is. And aside from your book, you, you are... What do you where are your classes on your website? On my website, it's kreynolds.org. And uh, I also have a YouTube channel where I have little mini tutorials and there's videos of me working as well. Um, on Facebook, I have a group, a Facebook group where I work with people in the group. So yeah. And where do you do your readings? Usually Zoom, <laughs> because it's, we're in the world of COVID right now. So everything is online, everything. So uh, Zoom, usually. Zoom, usually. Facebook, Messenger, Skype, phone. <laughs> yeah. Would you be open to turning on that switch for the remainder of the episode? Sure. You want me to give you a reading? Only if you're up to it. <laughs> the question is, is, are you up to it? <laughs> I'm more of a do kind of guy. I, if I keep asking myself that question, I'll just keep asking it. Okay, I'll never answer it. Okay. All right. Just a second. Let me get, let me get into my power. Okay. Um, All right, uh, I, I'm aware of a, of a gentleman that's coming forward. So let me just work with him for just a moment. So I have this man that's coming forward right now and he feels like to me that, that he would have been fun in life. I feel that he would he had like a, um, like a boisterous kind of personality with him. I feel that he would have, um, uh, I, I think, you know, I would want to hang out with him because he's, he just feels like he would have been fun 
in life. And I, I know that he would have enjoyed uh, his, his time here on earth and he would have made the most of, of his, his life. I don't feel that this gentleman would have been one um, that, that liked to just sit still and do nothing. I feel that he was always into something, whether it was a good something or, uh, or not. <laughs> I don't think he, uh, I feel he, he could have, I feel he had a little bit of a mischievous side to him is what it feels like there. Uh, would you understand a gentleman that fits this description in the spirit world? It, it almost sounds like you're talking about uh, a friend of mine named Q. Well, that's, and it, he's in the spirit world, correct? He is. Yes, because I, I felt friend when he, when he stepped forward, that's what I uh, felt. But um, good. So you just um, confirmed that for me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we, call that, we call that feeding the medium. You don't don't feed the medium. <laughs> let me let me get that. But you would understand that. And I I feel with with him. Um, I do feel with him that that. Uh, I feel he was a good guy. I feel he had uh, a heart, a goal. I feel he was a good soul is what I feel. I almost, it also feels like to me that he was an old soul. I feel that there was some wisdom here with, with your friend. I feel that um, uh, he's agreeing with me. <laughs> he's got a sense of humor there. And he's like, he's saying to me, he goes, no, you're doing, you're good. You're doing good. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm, I'm. He says that, and when he says that, I know it's because I'm complimenting him, and he likes that. He likes that uh, being uh, complimented by. I also want have to to say with you that that um, he, he, he <laughs> wants me to say to you that he was the good looking one, that he was the one that the women loved. Um, and, and that he he um, and he goes you you know that you know that, <laughs> <laughs> but I I like this guy I really like him he's he's a a a, a, a good sense has a good sense of humor but I I feel that that uh, just hang one sec. I, I know that you would have spent a lot of good, uh, have a lot of good times with him. I know you have a lot of memories with him as well. I know that you guys would go out and, and, and just do things that guys do, whatever guys do. But I know that you he would have been a buddy in that kind of way. Uh, but there were others, there was a group of you is what he says to me, that there was mm -hmm. more than. And one, there was a there was a, a a group of guys, is what he says to me. Um, and and you, um, I I know that you guys would 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 enjoy going places where there was music, and I know there would have. I just feel that crowds. I I feel that there would be crowds there wherever you guys would go. But I know that there would be music because I can hear music as well in the background. Does this make sense? We worked to you? in uh, we worked in Columbus Circle together um, in FedEx Kinkos. 
and he was doing his little thing with music. Oh, okay. he was trying to be All right. an, so an ambassador for Brooklyn. He was trying to do his thing. He looked up to Jay-Z and everything. Oh, okay, because I, I can just hear the music playing in the background. I just, I, I know, and it's loud. I can hear loud music. So, um, but I, I know that that um, that would be right. And And is it true that he's shorter than you? No, see, I was getting mixed signals from when you were doing that and you were saying we were going out and you were saying music and that he was shorter than me and that he gets all the girls. And right. I know it. Yeah. Um, that's yeah, okay. no, it's, it's not cute. This kind and of sounds like my son. This sounds like your son. Mm -hmm. Not not your friend. Mm -hmm. Okay. Hanging out. Doing things, being uh, my friend. All right, so you music. You, he loved music, and he loved music. Oh, okay. Oh, bless. All right, and but the and the personality fits there as well. Lots of fun. I feel he would. He he enjoyed life. He enjoyed life, and right. um, yeah. But he was a, he was handsome. That's because he's showing me now. He was, you know. He goes, no, I am handsome. <laughs> yes, yes, he is handsome. <laughs> That's what he says. He goes, no, I was handsome. I'm handsome. <laughs> yeah, but um, oh, okay, bless him. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel that uh, I I know that this is hard for you, so I I don't want to go. Um, no, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, don't hold back. Well, I it, it just I I feel that that his passing. I I don't feel that it was illness related. I feel it was short, a quick passing. Is that correct? Yes, yeah, correct. It wasn't illness. It was quick. He froze. Up. Okay. Yeah. All right. And and <clears throat> what? Uh, yeah. I'm I'm just working with him. He's like he goes. We don't have. We don't need to go there. And I'm like, we don't have to go there. You're you're the boss. We can. You're the we boss. Can. Right? It's because he knows yeah, the boss. Well, yeah. Yeah. He's. Uh, yeah. But and would you also understand he shows he's showing me um, like a um, uh, an, what's he showing? It's like a, a necklace with a pendant on it or something like I don't know if it's a cross or what it is, but there's something on this necklace. It's got a pendant on it. You would understand. Yeah. And you have that. Do I have, have that. that. Yes. It's just. Uh, bringing bringing that that up um, as well. I also I have that here also. Pardon? I have that here also. Oh, you have it right there with you. Oh, oh, it's on your arm. Oh, that's what I saw. Can I see that again? Can you show me your arm? Yep, that's it. That's what I saw. Absolutely. All right, perfect. Yeah. And that was his. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you and he he just he just shows me um of of you holding that that you hold it. You you pick that up about the ones by his urn. By his urn and you hold it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he he uh, wants you to know that that that. Yeah. He says he says it's he goes I'm in my world but I'm in your world. So what he means by that is he's not he's not he hasn't really gone far. He's still with you. He's still um, around you, and he and he you know watches you. He knows what's going on within the family. Um, he says, "Now I'm not stalking you." That's what he says. <laughs> he goes, "I'm not stalking you." He goes, "But I'm with you." He says, I'm with you when you need me to be with you. When you pick up that cross or the, that necklace there, when you hold that, you bring him to you. When you think of him. And there's there's songs as well that that you hold that hold special memories with him. And that um, those songs draw him and bring him to you as well as well and now was he the one that was into the music he or was that music. your friend my son loved music he loved music but it, okay and i just saw i just got an image of um like playing the drums or doing on the table or doing this with like with for music does that make sense to you banging on drums they used to him and his sister used to be bang on everything in that room they always used to uh, think okay. everything was a drum set yeah okay that's that's and it drove you nuts <laughs> it, it everything drove us nuts we were young yeah. we had two little kids yeah 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 <laughs> He says he's still he's still doing that in the spirit world. He's still he's still he's still doing that. He goes he wants you to know that that he still does the things that he did here. He's still the same in the spirit world. He's still you know nothing's changed there other than he just made that shift back to his world. Um, just checking uh, to see. Uh, who who else is there with him? But uh, there would be uh, there would be an older gentleman with him in the spirit world, either a grandfather or a great grandfather, maybe your grandfather, but an older gentleman in the spirit. Yeah, my, well, there could be it could be either my grandfather or it could be my wife's grandfather. Okay. I know that there's a gentleman, an older gentleman in the spirit world there um, with him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And so I'm just going to, I'm just going to leave that, leave that there. 
And has there been, there's been, you said you have an, an urn with his, with his ashes, is that correct? Mm -hmm. and has there been discussion about what to do with that? No. No. Because he gives me the impression that, 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 uh, it's interesting. Let me just see what, what, if I've missed this, missed this just a bit. Because he's, he's brought that to my attention and he, and he's, and what the feeling that I get from him is it's okay for you to, to, I guess, just to keep it then or to do whatever it is that you've decided to do with it. Was, was there ever a discussion or was there ever, um, Brief, briefly between me and my wife, I'm not sure of. Okay, but it's worked out. Correct. You've you've made like, that decision because he's he's just making. Okay, he's just making me aware that he's happy with what whatever the decision was. He's happy with that, and he's okay with it. Whatever you decide, whatever you decide. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's a uh, uh um yeah. So he, he must mean go on. We there's one big thing that we discussed, and it was when me and my wife go, uh, all three of us were supposed to be let go together. Oh, with but, the with with the his ashes then. Yeah. But okay. Before right. that, it was just me keeping them. All right. Maybe just keeping them. Maybe that's that's what it is then. But um, just know that 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 he's he's still with you. He's still around you. Just know that, and I'll I'll leave that leave that there with you. Okay. Yeah. Kay Reynolds, everybody. Thank you very much for the reading and your time. Um, got a little, yeah, little, little emotion out of me, a little bit. Oh, um, sorry. No, 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 it's okay. It's okay. Um, kind of needed to happen. Yeah. Um, would you be interested in coming on again and maybe doing sure. some readings for our audience? Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. Mm -hmm. we'll, we'll be sure to set that up. Um, be sure to go to um, Kay's Kay, website. Yeah, kreynolds.org. Kreynolds.org. And go grab her book. We all need to know if we're uh, mediums or not. So maybe maybe we have the traits and we don't even rec recognize it. Yeah. yeah. So thank you again, Kay. I, yeah, I appreciate everything. Hope to have you on again. We'll, we'll set something up soon. Alrighty. Thank you very much. Good night, Bye. everybody. Bye. Bye. Yay!